Welcome to Piano Rhapsody, an amateur's guide to classical piano. This is a podcast where you follow the musical journey of an amateur piano player who is striving to play advanced level works one day, specifically Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue, which is where the podcast gets its name. Every week, we break down one of the pieces that I encounter along the road to this goal, ranging from the 18th century all the way up to modern day. We'll explore the history surrounding the work, examine the music within, and hopefully we all walk away a little more informed and appreciative of classical music. This is episode 20.2, the second episode in a three-part series where we're ringing in the season with music inspired by autumn. Last week, we talked about a piece by Tchaikovsky, who was a new composer to the podcast. But this week, we're going to hear a piece by a composer that we've talked about before. Mr. Isaac Albeniz. Albeniz was a child prodigy from Spain, and he became a prominent composer during the post-romantic period. Aside from his virtuosic performances, he was most well-known for writing pieces that were heavily influenced by Spanish folk music. Although he composed primarily for the piano, his music was so influenced by his homeland of Spain that a lot of his work has been arranged for guitar, and it remains as some of the most iconic pieces in classical guitar literature. The crowning jewel of Albany's career is a piece that he wrote at the end of his life, called Iberia, a set of 12 portraits from different regions of Spain, and it's widely regarded as one of the most brilliant outlets for the piano's capabilities. Here's an excerpt from the third piece of Iberia, called Fete du a Sevilla, which depicts a Corpus Christi celebration in Seville, filled with marching bands, dancing, and church bells. it's also one of the most difficult pieces ever written. A New York Times reviewer once wrote, There's really nothing in Isaac Albany's Iberia that a good three-handed pianist could not master, given unlimited years of practice and permission to play the thing at half tempo. But there are a few pianists thus endowed. And I am not one of them. <laughs> So that's as far as we'll get talking about Iberia on this podcast. But I thought it was important to mention it, as it's one of the highest peaks of the piano repertoire. The piece we are going to talk about today also comes from Albany's late period. Aside from Spain, Albany spent time living in London and Paris in the latter half of his life. And this work was written during his residency in Paris in the late 1890s right before the turn of the 20th century. And as you might recall from previous episodes of the podcast, two Parisian composers, Claude Debussy and Maurice Ravel, were about to introduce a musical style to the world, called Impressionism, even though both of them despised the title. 
while our friend Isaac Albéniz, Spanish to the core, began to influence these young French composers while he was living, performing, and writing in Paris. Some of Albéniz's own works could be classified as Impressionist, but his greatest gift to the movement, you know, aside from the outstanding Iberia, is the influence he had on later composers like Debussy and Ravel. An example of Albany's impressionistic works is Opus 201, a set of four piano pieces that was published in 1892 while he was living in Paris. Despite the composer being Spanish, the work was given the French name Les Saisons, meaning the seasons. And as you might have already guessed, each of the four works represents one of the seasons. So you can probably see where this is going. Today, we're going to talk about winter. <laughs> no, just kidding. We're going to do the autumn one. You're going to notice right away that this piece by Albeniz has a vastly different sound than the preludio we heard back in the infancy of this podcast during episode 2.3. The sounds of the Spanish countryside are basically absent in this autumn soundscape. Instead, we hear a style that I probably would have confused with Debussy himself had I heard this blindly for the first time. This piece is evident as a precursor to the Impressionist movement that was about to explode in Paris. And it's one that Debussy and his colleagues obviously took to heart. Albeniz chose to write the pieces for spring and summer in major keys, but he gave minor keys to autumn and winter, balancing out the optimism of the warmer months with a melancholic tone for the cooler seasons. He gifted the key of A minor to autumn, the key of tender modesty. Feminine, graceful, capable of soothing. Considering A minor is the relative minor of C major, it also uses all of the white keys on the keyboard, just in a different order. That might be the reason it's associated with being plain and tender. It's also a fitting key for this piece, which is a soundscape of gentle winds and falling leaves. The left hand carries the melody throughout this piece, but it spends most of its time extended into the treble clef in the right hand's normal territory. And similar to Tchaikovsky's piece last week, the main theme has a descending motion simulating falling leaves. The right hand instead provides the color and effect by playing quick falls and oscillations that mimic the gusts of wind that are blowing the leaves from the trees. One of the main directions to keep in mind is that Albeniz provides the word leggero at the beginning, 
which is Italian for light. So we have the left hand playing a legato, smooth, melodic line, while the right hand plays light decoration. This rhythmic arrangement between the hands is a constant throughout the piece. So the harmonic changes are what drive the piece and make it interesting to listen to. After the main theme is established, the melody takes a turn for a slightly more ominous sound, fully embracing the potential of its minor key. From here, Albanese writes a part where things quiet and slow down a bit. And then we hear a return of the main theme. The piece ends with the theme briefly returning for a third time, and a note from Albanese that says, Perdendosi, meaning to fade away or if we take the Italian literally, losing oneself. This autumn piece loses itself by ending in a two-handed ascending A minor arpeggio and closing in a quiet A minor chord. This is Autumn, the third piece from Isaac Albanese, Opus 201, titled The Seasons.
Well, after two melancholic pieces about falling leaves, let's move in a different direction and talk about something a little more energetic next week. So next time, we're going to hear Scott Joplin's Maple Leaf Rag. While it might be a bit of a stretch to include it in a series about pieces inspired by autumn, the name fits, so we're going to go with it. Talk to you in a week. You can find the standalone recording of the piece we discussed today directly in the podcast feed. Check out Piano Rhapsody on SoundCloud for all the tracks heard on this podcast and more. You can find me on Twitter at Piano Rhapsody or email me at pianorhapsodypodcast at gmail.com. If you haven't already, the best way to support the podcast is to hit the subscribe button on your podcatcher and consider rating or reviewing. It's the easiest way to never miss a new episode and it helps the podcast gain more visibility. Thanks as always for your time and your ears. And remember, the piano keys are black and white, but they sound like a million colors in your mind.